The following program is a presentation of the Radio Talking Book Service in Omaha, Nebraska. RTBS programming is intended solely for individuals who cannot read conventional print due to a disability. Ineligible listeners risk infringing on copyright law, and RTBS is not responsible for any violations that may occur. It's time now for this week's episode of Tech It Out, a program poised on the cutting edge of technology. Outlook Enrichment is pleased to sponsor this edition of Tech It Out here on Radio Talking Book. For more information about Outlook Enrichment, please call 531-365-5051 or visit www.outlooken.org. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Tech It Out. My name is Mickey Salzman, one of the adaptive tech trainers for Outlook Enrichment. We are in the month of June, and today uh, a topic that a lot of you will probably be familiar with, but maybe there are some things that you never heard about. We're talking about social media, and we're talking about Facebook, and Facebook obviously from a person who is visually impaired or blind and how they use it, what type of things that we look for, and what type of settings that we should be aware of, and just overall how to deal with accessibility in Facebook. It's a very popular app. A lot of people use it. I use it to stay in touch with my family and friends around the country, and um, it's very important that those of us that are blind or visually impaired know how to use it. Joining me on the podcast today is Doug Wampler, um, the facilitator here training for, for training and outlook enrichment. Doug, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you, Mickey. Well, this is a, a you know, I think a topic that there are definitely do's and don'ts to working with Facebook. And even before you get to the accessibility settings, there are a lot of things that, you know, you need to be aware of. Aware of. And we're going to kind of talk about those from, from signing up and, and setting up your, your profiles to managing security and, and privacy because that's obviously – a very important aspect of Facebook. You want to make sure that when you're putting out a post that the person that you intend the post to be for, your friends, actually sees it. Or, or maybe you do want that public post that so you want it to be seen by everybody. But uh, making sure that you understand the settings and understand how it works. But then obviously, from an accessibility point of view, um, you're low vision or you're totally blind, how do you properly use Facebook? So... Doug, one of the first things, obviously, with Facebook, there are several different you know, aspects of Facebook. There's Facebook on the web. There's the Facebook apps. But let's, before we even get into that, let's talk about the sign-up process for Facebook and what type of things do you go through when you're signing up for Facebook? All right. For signing up for Facebook, well, first you need to go to the web and um, get on their site, facebook.com. And then you go down through it and you find the create a new account. And you'll enter on that so that you can start filling out your account. You go down to the first one would be filling out your first name. And then you go to tab and go to the last name. And then you go on down through them. And uh, either you want to sign in with your email account or with your phone number. 
You can't use your landline to do this. You got to use your smartphone. Most of you probably already know that. And then you'll go on down and once you hit continue, Facebook will either send you an email or a text message. Depending on which way you're signing up, it's your email. Uh, they'll send you an email. You go in there and you click on the link and it'll take you in there to prove that you are who you are. Uh, with the signing up with the phone, they will send you a text and you'll have to get the code off your text to put on the Facebook page there where you're at and it'll have popped up and put you in the edit box uh, when you hit the continue button. And then when it's satisfied that you are a real person, you can go on um, and start setting up the other parts of your uh, profile. And I think once you get started, it, it definitely is um, it's pretty self-explanatory because really they do a pretty good job of walking you through the process. And I found that the web, for me, uh, seemed to be a little more accessible. It certainly worked well, um, but you certainly can do it through the app as well, correct? If you download the Facebook app from the Play Store or the App Store or Play Store, is that correct? You can You can sign up through the app as well. Yes. It's just easier on the computer to sign up. You got, you know, a full keyboard and just easier to go through on a computer, but you can do it on your smartphone or your tablet, whichever you prefer. So you, you create your account and you're ready to go. And, and, you know, certainly it's important if you're on Facebook, you obviously want to make sure that people can find you. If they need to find you, you know, you're looking for maybe and yourself as a, as a person who's looking for somebody, um, maybe you're looking for that lost relative or, you know, you know, you, they just, you don't know if they're on Facebook. So it's important to do the, you know, the, the profile picture or the cover photos as well. Correct. Um, you know, and, and that pretty, it's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, if, if you go down, let's talk a little bit about putting up the cover photo. Whatever you kind of recommend as far as that goes. I mean, it. you can use it any picture you want. One that uh, you definitely want one of you because if somebody's looking for you and they sort of know what you used to look like, it's always nice to have a, a picture up there. So when they do find it, they find the correct one because you'll be surprised how many different people have the same name when you're searching for somebody on there. It's nice to be able to either A, see a picture and say, oh, yeah, that looks like that person, just a little bit older or something. Or you have stuff that uh, in your profile that is shown for people to look at uh, that says, oh, yeah, they were from Omaha, Nebraska when I knew them. And they, yeah, they lived at this address back then or something that that uh, tells a little bit about you, but not too much. Uh, you don't want to give everybody where you live now and stuff. Maybe it would tell where your high school, where you went to high school at, uh, just in case it's a high school friend that's trying to find you again, be out there for them to see and say, Oh yeah. Click on to 
ask for you to be a, a friend on Facebook for you. Yeah, setting up that profile is important and knowing what to put versus what might be a little too personal. You know, you, it, it's, I'm amazed sometimes at the things that I see on Facebook that people are willing to put. And that kind of gets us into some of the security things and, and what's so important with Facebook because, you know, there's a lot of people out there with a lot of information that really doesn't need to be out there. Um, well, you know, you want to be careful, especially if you're looking for a job, that you know what's on your Facebook page because your employer or your future employer obviously is going to be looking you up, might be looking you up to see what, you know, what type of things are up there. They might be starting to look through your posts if they're public. And so we, we talk about security a little bit. Let's kind of go through that a little bit. Um, so obviously, setting-wise, you can decide who sees your posts and who sees your information, right? Correct. I personally say um, you you keep it for to friends and family only because that keeps your posts personal and um, only people you trust can see it. Uh, people can find you, but if you you know have your post locked down so they can't get into it until you accept them, it's a good practice to get into. Uh, you can always make a post that is out for everybody if you want to. Mm -hmm. uh, even if you have yours locked down, you can always post something out there for the entire uh, entire Facebook to see. But remember, when you do that, that post there, everybody can post back on to make replies, uh, and it will show up on your page. So got to be careful. Absolutely. Especially this day and age um, of what's out there. When we talk about the types of media, you know, you can certainly do, uh, as you probably, most of you probably know, but you can certainly do pictures, videos, um, some of your, your personal audio messages, things that you want to post. Really, it is endless, you know, with Facebook. There's a lot of things that you can put up there. And just understand that when you hit that post button, Somebody is, you know, most likely going to see it, and, and it is public information. But even though, you know, like I said, you can lock it down, as Doug said. Obviously, you know, we've been talking about Facebook in general, but for someone who is blind or visually impaired, um, let's talk a little bit about some of the options and some of the ways that we use Facebook. I know myself, for the most part, I'm using Facebook, the Facebook app, which is, is fairly accessible. Um, they they make updates to it. There are little quirks here and there, but it certainly is very accessible. Let's talk about with the app first. Let's kind of talk about using VoiceOver because I know that there's some folks that are legally blind, but then there are some of us that are totally blind, and so we're using Facebook. We're using it with VoiceOver. Um, talk a little bit about sort of uh, how you, when you're going through your news feed, for example, and we'll sort of get to the different options that you have in Facebook, but Generally, when you open the app, for example, first, you know, you, it takes you to your news feed. How does a person use that as a voiceover user? So they, they might be intimidated because there's a lot of things as a voiceover as a voiceover user. If you're totally blind, you might be intimidated to the Facebook app. But let's talk about sort of using it as voiceover. How do you – let's say you're going through your news feed. You want to quickly like something or quickly comment on something. What is sort of the best option? How do you, how do, you do that? That's a good thing with uh, voiceover. We do not have to enter in on every post in your newsfeed. If you get to a post and you see 
hear what they're saying, what they talked about, and you like it, you can just swipe up with one finger. Uh, and it'll go through a bunch of different options. Uh, there's a share option. There's a comment option, option. And then there's also a like option. So any of them you tap on, you can either comment or share or it'll put a like on that you liked it uh, if you double tap on that like. Uh, so you don't have to enter in and in and out of, of all uh, posts that you're going through and reading. They just have them in a list and you're swiping across from left to right to go down them. And you can sit there and read it if you want to get more involved and go in to read what other people had posted back to them. You just one finger double tap, open it and uh, go into comments and and see what everybody's been saying. And I, I think I would add also, too, that the really so important that you really are familiar with your voiceover gestures because um, there's a lot of things. For example, you can scroll pages with a three-finger swipe up or three-finger swipe down. Sometimes you may not see all your news feeds. You might have to scroll the screen. Um, I like the four-finger single tap on top of the screen, for example, so that you can – it'll take you to that first item or – the four-finger single tap on the bottom of the screen that takes you to your last item. And this is not just with Facebook, but this is the voiceover gestures in general. So really, really got to be familiar with your voiceover gestures. And this is obviously where our training comes in at Outlook Enrichment because we can help you sort of not only just be able to use Facebook, but to be able to use it very well and, and get to that particular section of Facebook that you need to get to. Because you know, your news feeds, you got your news feeds on the bottom, your tabs on the bottom, for example, news feeds, you got notifications. Let's talk a little bit about the notifications. I use those quite a bit to kind of find out, oh, you know, I wonder if, if such and such a person has, has liked my comment or if they have, um, you know, tagged me in a post or something. Uh, notifications are pretty important too, right? Correct. That's where people are posting something that – you have either post on or that uh, have tagged you in a post. So you, at the bottom, there's the tabs. You go to notification, you double tap, open that, and there's all the notifications that have something to do with you, whether they mentioned you or whether they're tagging you in on it so that you can go in and read it and comment about it. Uh, them, there, you have to open up to read. Uh, they don't tell you anything else except for that you were tagged in it or you were mentioned it or something. So you have to open it up, get into it and read it. Um, and then you can either like it or, or share it or uh, comment on it. So there's the same options there to do all of them, but you the only thing different between your newsfeed and your Notifications is you have to go into the notifications to do anything to it. And I know a lot of people who do a lot of, of viewing on Facebook, but they don't necessarily create posts. So let's talk a little bit about sometimes they might get intimidated with that. But that's pretty simple, straightforward. Let's talk a little bit about creating a Facebook post. So what type of steps do you go through when you actually create a post of your own? Well, the create a post is, is always up on the top area to make a new post you go up there and double tap on, uh, oh, I forget what it's called. Create post. Yeah. But you just double tap on it and it'll open up an edit box. It also has it so you can select your background if you want to. 
uh, there's options there. But mostly we're important with the edit box pops up. Uh, you can either type in it or you can do the voiceover deal and two-finger double tap and dictate. And then two-finger double tap to stop. But make sure you reread it and make sure everything's spelled correctly because like anything, you talking it, it may not understand what you're saying. Say a word you didn't mean to say. Uh, Right. <laughs> had that happen. And then you got other options. You can also post a picture there. That's, or a video. You can take video, yep. new video from here. The, the one option you also have is the check-in option where, yes. where if you want to check in, I see people do that all the time. I don't necessarily, I think I've maybe done that once or twice, but you know, yeah. so you got to be careful with that because then people are going to know where you're at. And, and of course, you know, you set your privacy settings there too, right? On an individual post, so we talked about that. You can yeah. set it up for friends or make a public. Most of mine are with friends, but again, there it is your choice and how you decide to that you want to do it. And that's another important thing, Mickey, you just mentioned there, uh, the check-in deal. You don't really want people to know where you're at all the time because if there's people on there that are out there to do bad things, if they see that you're, you live in Omaha and that you're in Jamaica now uh, – <laughs> You just opened your house up for getting robbed, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate to say it, but there are those out there that do it. So think when you're doing it. The biggest thing is think when you're posting stuff. Yep. A, lot, a lot of people do is they wait to post some stuff, uh, pictures and everything, and after they get home. And say, hey, sure. we're here, I have yep. a great time and stuff. Although I can see myself something exciting, I, you know, <laughs> but yes. it's, it happens. But again, just be aware. And, and always the main thing is make sure you know who that post is going to. Is it public? Is it just going to family and friend, or, you know, friends? Um, and, you know, and, and so that's, uh, that's always really important. And so the, you know, the Facebook app is, is really one option of doing it. And this is where we really get into, and, you know, this is something I really didn't know a lot about until Paulette, who is our executive director, really filled me in a lot on this. Um, she talks a lot about the other options for Facebook, especially if you're low vision. And so, you know, there's the Facebook app, which I think most of us use quite a bit. But there's also Facebook.com through your browser, whether it's Chrome, uh, you know, Firefox, I think are two of the, the, the two main browsers that we, at least we like to use anyway. I, my favorite one is Chrome. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about using uh, Facebook on the browser because there's – for folks who are low vision, they need contrast. Uh, they need uh, different modes of magnification, maybe a little bit bigger zoom. The browser might be the best way to go. So let's talk about that. What are some of the – you know, maybe the advantages to using the browser versus the app like Facebook.com, for example? Well, we've gone through and, and looked at uh, both of them browsers. If you're needing more magnification – the higher magnification levels, Chrome is the better browser there because it's got a higher magnification levels that you can go to. But if you're needing the contrast changes and stuff, that would be Firefox. It's better color background versus the text color changes for you. So you just have to basically go to see which one you like best. I'm not saying that Firefox doesn't have magnification levels, but they just don't go up as high as uh, Chrome does. So 
the best bet is to sample each one to see which one you like the best and go with it. Because sometimes if you change a color scheme or if you do um, invert colors, your pictures will be messed up. They will be Mm. inverted colors too. So you want to be careful on what you're you're doing. Uh, And the thing is, just because you've changed yours, that's only affecting your computer. It's not changing Facebook for everybody else just because, you know, you have a lime green background or something. Everybody on Facebook is not going to see that if they come to your page. You can definitely really customize it really well, you know, and, and let's not forget too, you can use the, the facebook.com site, for example, on your phone. Um, you can use Safari if you're using the iPhone. Um, if you use an Android, you can use a Google Chrome browser. Certainly, you know, you're going to, every browser is going to, going to look at the code a little bit differently, but you can, you can do a lot if you're going through the browser. Again, uh, for myself, a lot of my totally vined folks might be the app, might be the best way to go. But if you're low vision, doing it through the browser might be the best option. The other thing, too, that Doug, and this is what a lot of people necessarily don't know, and this might be news to, to hope, hopefully something that you kind of learned today, and that is Facebook does have another option. It's m.facebook.com. Um, I checked it out the other day. Let's say, for example, maybe you don't have a smartphone, but uh, or you really don't want to use it on your smartphone, but you really want a simplistic aspect of Facebook. And so you can go to the mobile site, which is m.facebook.com, and you can use what we call basic HTML, basic HTML which is going to be your basic links. You don't have a lot of the, the pictures, a lot of the animated stuff going on in Facebook. So it's a lot easier sometimes to use that Facebook.com. And you've also got different keystrokes. For example, um, you know, like all one through five will take you from notifications to uh, your news feed to uh, you know, the Facebook settings. And so there are a lot of different options. So Facebook.com website definitely is, is another option that you can use. Um, so just kind of get a really good idea, get a feel for what you like the best. Again, you know, we talked about the the settings, making sure that, that things are correct the way you like it, making sure that, you know, your profile picture and your cover photo are set correctly, make sure that when you post something that, you know, that you or your friends and, and everybody can see or your friends, you know, make sure you know what privacy settings you like. Uh, those couple of things are very important. And, of course, Weed Outlook Enrichment definitely are here to help and here to walk you through things and, and settings. And so uh, we're going to be having a you know webinar on this. Doug, let's talk a little bit about our webinar coming up that we have on June the 15th where we're going to be talking about Facebook and, and maybe maybe other social media apps that or platforms that you yourself use. Um, yes. Uh, so let's um, talk a little bit about that as well. Yes. Uh, it's going to be on the third Wednesday of the month, like we have been June 15th uh, from 6 to 7 p.m. Uh, we'll be on there for any questions. We'll go over this. Uh, we'll have a sample Facebook uh, to share on screen so we can go through and maybe some of you that don't know it or or haven't really been in it, we can uh, 
show it to you what it looks like and where the tabs are or uh, how to get around on the facebook.com with the shortcut keys. Uh, and the shortcut keys aren't just for the blind. It's for anybody because it's just up there for you to use, pushing yep. alt one or, or whatever. Uh, so uh, we like to have as many people as you can. Let us know if you're going to be there and uh, enjoy the, the talking. Uh, and when we always, you know, during these webinars, we, we don't just necessarily talk about it, that particular app because, you know, the, I said not only are there several, so many different ways to use Facebook and different apps that work, um, but also, we, you know, we talk about Twitter. We talk about um, some of the other social media out there platforms and some some people like some over another. And then, of course, obviously, always from an accessibility standpoint. And so, you know, those type of things are really important. Um, we also do have our open tech labs. So they are every Friday from 2 to 4 p.m. where um, you're able to come in, play around with technology, get maybe some of your questions answered. Paula Monte, who is, as is, is you all, most of you know now, she's our executive director, and she just brings a lot of insight, um, you know, to not only this topic, but so many others, particularly in the low vision area, because she has done a lot over the years with low vision uh, tech. So definitely – the low vision deaf tech also. Absolutely. And yep. Yep. If you're, if you're blind and, and partially deaf as well, or blind and deaf as well. So, you know, definitely a lot of things in that area. So we have our open labs on Fridays, two to 4 PM. We would appreciate it if you would come in or if you would uh, call us or get in contact with us if you can, because that way we're able to look for you and prepare so we can come up and meet you and take you right back and, and get your questions answered. Or like I said, just to have you be able to come in and play with this technology because, you know, it's not easy to do that when you're in a, a, a you know, an iPhone store or a computer store, or things like that. So definitely, definitely come in and take advantage of our open tech labs. We also have so many events happening here at Outlook in Richmond. I'm so excited um, about this summer. We got our tandem bike rides that we are doing. Uh, we're doing a, uh, I want to say it's a 10 mile bike. Uh, was it 10 mile, right, Doug? Is that what it is? Yes, I think it is. Yes, yes, the 10 mile bike rides. Megan Mackey, who's our outreach specialist, is doing such a great job of organizing the different events. We got one coming up this Saturday, which is uh, called Axe Throwing, where you get a chance to, which I think that one is sold out, but, but, um, you always have. We're, we've got so many adult recreational things. We got uh, uh, activities for young teenagers, um, for kids, and it's just just so excited to to be delivering all this stuff to you as well. So always feel free to to check that out. And obviously, the very important thing is to give you our contact information because you'll want to reach out to us, and you can do that several ways. You can do it through our website, which is outlooken.org. Um, you can always call us at 531-365-5051, and uh, someone will be there to talk to you, um, answer, try to answer any of the questions. We've, we've definitely been so excited. I, I feel like my training schedule over the past months now has filled up quite a bit, and, and that's exciting for me because I love helping people. And uh, so we're so excited as, as people get in contact with us, kind of find out what we do. Because frankly, 
there's really no other place where you can call in or come visit us and you can get one-on-one help for, you know, we, we do primarily, we, we'll do one-hour sessions for twice a week. And there's really no other place out there that really does that. And so I'm excited and I love helping people. And so feel free to check that out. And by all means, folks, reach out to Ryan Ozentoski regarding this podcast that we're doing. Because we don't know how, you know, how we're being that, if, if we're that effective, if, if we don't hear from you. So uh, reach out to um, Ryan Ozentoski, by the way, Radio Talking Book, that does such a great job of partnering with us. And we're so happy to, to work with them as well. So reach out to him. Contact us if you have any, you have any show ideas. Maybe there's certain apps that you want to find out about. By all means, please get in contact with us as well. So, again, that webinar we're coming up on June fifteenth should be the third Wednesday in June, six p.m. to seven p.m. Um, at Central Time. So, you know, feel free to, you know, just get in contact with us, and we are more than happy to talk to you. And really excited to see you at our Zoom webinar. By the way, that is on Zoom, so you will have to sign up to be a part of that. And so. Um, Definitely do that. So with that, that definitely concludes this podcast. Doug, thanks so much for uh, for being with me yes, today. Thanks for and uh, me. any last things that you want to add before we close today? No, I think we covered pretty much. We'll uh, leave it with that, and they'll have to come in on June 15th and find out more. Absolutely. So with that, thank you all for joining us today, and, and you all have a wonderful day. Enjoy the rest of your day. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Tech It Out, the program that dances on the cutting edge of technology. Brought to you by Outlook Enrichment. More information is available at www.outlooken.org or by calling 531-365-5051. The Radio Talking Book Network is brought to you with the cooperation of KIOS-FM in Omaha and statewide through the facilities of NET Radio and Television. We've been proudly serving our blind and visually impaired listeners for 47 years. Thank you for being a loyal Radio Talking Book listener and supporter.